it's really important to look at the ingredients and really educate yourself on the real ingredient, not just the big fancy marketing term that they have for it. I am unwilling to give up that I will start over from scratch as many times as it takes to get where I want to be. I want to be. You just want to make sure you will get knocked down, but just make sure you don't get knocked out. Knocked out. So your only choice should be go focus on what you can control. 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 Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Kara Golden Show. Join me each week for inspiring conversations with some of the world's greatest leaders. We'll talk with founders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and really some of the most interesting people of our time. Can't wait to get started. Let's go. Let's go. Hi, everyone. It's Kara Golden from The Kara Golden Show. Super excited to have my next guest here who has incredible products that I've known about for years in the beauty industry, but uh, she is just another female entrepreneur and CEO, uh, Jill Turnbull, who has an incredible brand that you hopefully are familiar with. If not, you need to become familiar with it, Jill Turnbull Beauty Products. And we're going to talk a little bit about what makes them different and, and unique, but I'll just hint it a little bit that they have minimal impact on the earth and and plus they're just great products. I mean I I always think about all of the, you know, the sustainability and everything around ingredients is great, but if they aren't great products to begin with, then I think, you know, it's hard to stay with a lot of these products and her products are just absolutely terrific. Um she uh Jill has cultivated a 45-year career as a hairstylist and expert hair colorist, um, but she wanted clean quality beauty products that would nourish people's hair and skin and beauty or body uh, naturally. So she set out to work and create these incredible, incredible products uh, that would do that. And she was kind enough to send me some of the products, although I had tried her products before. Um, and I was very, very excited to get to get them. So she's on a mission to provide plant-based alternatives uh, to, uh, to these products. And the line, as I said, is just better all the way around. I'm going to I won't do it justice. I'm going to let Jill talk a little bit more about it. But welcome, Jill. So excited you're here with us today. Kara, thank you so much. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to um, have a conversation about Blue Beauty. So Jill was, uh, we were chatting right before. Jill, I guess you're one of four kids. I'm one of seven, actually. Right. Your your parents moved with four, you were saying, to from England to Australia when you were, were you part of that group or were you after that? So in 1962, they immigrated from England to Australia. They were 10-pound pommies. So for 10-pound, the whole family immigrated from England to Australia. So my parents immigrated 12,000 miles with four children under the age of five. Talk about adventurers. Wow. That is fearless. That's uh, everybody calls entrepreneurs fearless, but your parents were fearless, right? Taking on that new ad- adventure for sure. And what was your life like as, you know, in Australia as a little kid? Were you always doing hair? Were you I, were you always kind of, you know, thinking about beauty or what what who was little Jill? You know what, it's really interesting cuz that was one of the big adventures my parents embarked on. 
uh, when I was a teenager, they took another trip and my dad was a builder. And so uh, I was about 11 and my parents converted a school bus and they traveled up the East coast of Australia with seven children because my dad accepted a job with a big building company. And so they had to get all of us from Melbourne, which is sort of like down, like say Florida, they had to move the whole family up to Boston just to give you a a visual. So they, you know, my dad decked out this bus and we drove up the East coast of Australia, which for me was a game changer. Traveling through the East coast, camping out every night, seeing the texture of Australia, landscape, the ocean. It just was, it just was blew my mind as a creative. It just gave me such a palette that you couldn't get in a classroom. So for me as a teenager, I really believe that helped cultivate the person I am today as a, as a fashion creative. So I'm so I grateful. Love I love it. So where did hair come in to play? So in Australia, and again, you know, um, for me, because I was still in high school when my parents moved from Melbourne, you know, so my grandparents lived in Melbourne. My parents were up in Queensland. So for me, I had to make the decision, do I finish school down south or do I go up north with my parents? So I went up north because it was the school holidays. So we were off, but then I was going between my grandparents and my parents. And then at in Australia, you can leave school at 15. So it was time for me to decide, okay, what do I want to do? Uh, my mom, and at those times, my mom would go to the salon every week to get her hair done. Remember those beehive days? Uh-huh. So I would go with her on a Friday and I really got good energy from the girls in the salon. How often have you thought about learning a new language only to be stopped by that memory of yours from the last time you tried to learn a language when it didn't go so well? Okay, maybe it wasn't a language that you were interested in learning, or perhaps all those poorly written textbooks in your sixth grade class weren't that well written after all. I have a great tip for you. It's called Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program around, available on desktop or app, no matter where you choose to learn it or what platform you choose to learn on, Rosetta Stone works, and it truly immerses you in the language you choose to learn, quicker and easier than you ever imagined to. Maybe you're getting ready to travel abroad this summer and you want to learn a bit of Portuguese, let's say, before your trip. Rosetta Stone can help. I know this firsthand as I did just this before traveling to Portugal last year. I learned Portuguese through Rosetta Stone, and by doing so, I not only got a better grasp of the spoken language of Portugal, but it got me very excited for the trip itself before I went. They even have a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation as you are learning, too. They've got you covered. Rosetta Stone's trusted experts are the real deal. They've been helping people just like you for over 30 years helping millions of people to learn Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and my favorite, Portuguese. The lessons are five to 10 minutes long and include practical exercises so that you can pick up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. No English translations either, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language you are focused on. 
helping you get the long-term retention you are looking for. And who wouldn't want that? Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Kara Golden Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. In today's world, which I will admit can at times seem filled with too much of the wrong information, it's essential to find a good source that truly gets to the heart of what I want to know. I am super excited about our next sponsor as I've been a big fan of their content for some time now. That sponsor is the Washington Post. Their depth on topics from business to tech isn't just impressive, it's essential reading for me. Whether I'm catching up on the latest tech trends or understanding how the day's news truly impacts my family, the Washington Post is my trusted source. Let's talk specifics. Their business and tech coverage, absolutely top-notch. Just imagine having the most insightful articles at your fingertips, including the unparalleled AI reporting from Drew Harwell or the pulse on tech and online culture from Taylor Lorenz. And the best part? You can listen to articles just like you listen to this podcast, making it perfect for your busy lifestyle. I was just reading an article from one of my favorite Washington Post writers, Frances Stead Sellers. She covers entrepreneurs like myself, but also covers other interesting topics, including health, as well as some very interesting books. I also love getting their For You newsletter, which is their roundup of stories tailored just for my interests, right in my inbox every evening. The Washington Post app is super well done, I think. It makes it incredibly easy to stay up to date and follow my favorite journalists on the go. And if you ever thought that the Washington Post is just about politics, think again. They cover everything under the sun, from climate and culture to crosswords and cooking, providing a world of surprising stories and vital insights. Okay, enough of the love fest that I have for the Washington Post. Here's the deal. Being a listener of the Kara Golden Show has its benefits, and this one is too good to miss. Now is the time to sign up for the Washington Post. Go to WashingtonPost.com slash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. That's 80% off their typical offer. So this is truly a steal. Once again, that's WashingtonPost.com backslash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. So unbeknownst to my mom, Cindy, the manager, I spoke to her to see whether they had any part-time work. So I got myself a job and I went home and told my parents, look, if I get a job, can I stay up in Queensland? Do I have to go back to school? And of course, they didn't know what I had been up to. So they said, well, if you can get a job, then you can stay. Well, of course, I said, well, actually, I have a job and it's part time. So I started working at the salon and it just started from there, you know. And again, because I have that fire in me from my parents, it didn't take me long to move up through the ranks. And at that time, 
we I did a four-year apprenticeship. Hairdressing is very different back then than it is now. So I quickly moved through the paces in the salon. And because it was an apprenticeship, you would spend one day a week going to college. And I was working in the suburbs and I would go to college with all the city hairdressers, you know, the big fancy salon stylists. And I was like, oh, I want a little bit of that, you know. The grass always looks greener on the other side, doesn't it? Absolutely. Very quickly within my second year, I had applied to work in one of the big salons in the city. And so I got accepted. And I think too, because I knew a lot of the stylists that worked there, that helped. So starting at this big city salon, I was the only female hairdresser that was working on the floor. So again, you know, you, I don't want to say that I had to fight for my space, but you definitely had to wear a different pair of shoes when you showed up at work. So that was the beginning of me seeing how the real corporate world worked and how you had to, how you really had to be focused, laser focused on what you wanted to achieve. And I started competing competitions for me. I enjoyed, again, you really had to be focused and really know what you wanted to achieve, it was very expensive to compete. So I started educating, doing education, help pay for the competitions because you not only had to pay for your own expenses, you had to pay for your model's expenses. And that's when I really learned the the craft of detail in fashion. So it's one of those things where being in Australia with 12,000 miles away from the the big fashion hubs from Milan and New York. So I would buy all the big glossy magazines and look at all the details and want to mimic those, you know, when I competed. And you just really had to evolve from doing hair to create the entire look, whether it be makeup, whether it be fashion. And because it was a competition, you had to be a really effective time-wise. So you had to create the look, you had to be prepared you had to have groomed your model and you have to perform really quickly. And when I say quickly, you have to create the whole look maybe sometimes in 10 minutes. So when you were saying competitions, was this, were you actually cutting as well as doing color? No, it's all finishing. So actually we do color. When you do competitions, you color to prep the hair. So that's Mm -hmm. when I really learned the, the importance of chemistry and composition. So I, even though I'm not a chemist, I understand chemistry and I understand how you have to manipulate the inside of the hair to get it to really perform, which really leads into where my products are. So for me, the big game changer came, I'm not sure. Can I jump into this? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I can tell I don't have a problem talking. I love it. So uh, March of 2019, and I had been doing a lot of hair and makeup for editorial for fashion magazines. And again, that, you know, when you're on set doing a shoot and, you know, I'm sure you've done many photo shoots, time is money. So I would get booked because I was very quick and very effective. So I got booked to do a photo shoot with Vogue Italia. The brief was all about sustainability. Prince William was interviewing David Attenborough about the impact of fashion. So everything on set had to be guaranteed sustainable. I went to a lot of the big hair care brands that I knew that I had worked with. I knew them, you know, the the managers personally. And it was so disappointing, Kara. Not one of them could give me a guarantee in writing. They could tell me it was sustainable, 
yet they couldn't put it in writing. You hit the nail on the head with, I think a lot of people, people want to, they want that badge. They want to believe that it is, but they're not actually doing the research behind it, which is, which is so interesting. So, so you saw that hole. Well, what was interesting for me was that I drank that Kool-Aid for years. Mm -hmm. You know, I really believed what I was told. And then when, you know, because we did the fashion shoot, I, I leaned into my, my knowledge of ingredients. So I went to the photo shoot with shea butter which again is a, is a, an amazing moisturizer. It hydrates the inside of the hair so I could get control. Mm-hmm. And then I also went with um, aloe vera, which again, two raw ingredients that I know I could get good performance and I could honor the brief without question. Hair was amazing. So the photo shoot was amazing. Everything was successful. It changed my my soul. That was a big game changer for me. So I found a chemist, a clean lab, and I really started cultivating products. And for me, it was a lot more than just creating a hair care line. I grew up in Queensland, Australia. I would spend my weekends diving on the barrier reef. So I knew the impact of of ingredients, how it's killing off one of our amazing great wonders of the world. So I really wanted to dissect what are we putting in our water waste? You know, what are we putting on our body in the shower that's washing down into the oceans? So when you look at it from that standpoint, you have to be very selective with what you choose. The other angle that I really looked at is growing up in Queensland, when I was a teenager, the government issued us egg timers so we could only have a three-minute shower. So water waste was a big aha for me. So like my hair care, even though it's very concentrate in ingredients, it all washes out within seconds. And that's important to me. So Mm -hmm. what we put in the ocean, how quickly, you know, how much water do we need to rinse it out is really important. So when you look at it from that standpoint, the science is really unique. So that's why I only have five products in my hair care line. They're all multitasking. Like the wash, for example, it is a shampoo. It's a body wash. You can use it on your baby. It's a multitasker. You can wash your clothes with it. I'm not going to say that you can eat it, but it's clean enough that you can. Yeah. And again, all of the products are intermixable because they have more than one one task. You know. I love it. And and so you've so you've got the five products. So what's the one that is kind of the the one that everyone's talking about? In the hair care line, because I do have other products, like I have um, a coconut-based makeup, the No Sweat mm-hmm. Foundation, which stays on until you take it off. But in the hair care line, it's the leave-in. The leave-in mm-hmm. definitely, uh, I've found recently a lot of my clients who have had COVID, you know, they're losing hair. It's one of the side effects. Mm-hmm. So the leave-in is something that you can put in every day that is completely weightless. And all of the hair care is going to feed the hair from the inside and that's That's important you know and it's not only important to feed the inside of the hair but it's important to feed the hair that's growing inside your skin so that when your hair grows it's growing nice and healthy so all of the products are result you know they're they're formulated to give you a certain result i love it so how did you decide to do a skincare line in addition to a hair care line you know, it's interesting for, um, I worked with the Washington Ballet. So again, being a creative and, um, you know, p- part of my time was spent here on the East Coast. 
And the Washington Ballet is a huge, um, I mean, they're athletes. So Mm -hmm. working with the ballerinas, they could do two performances a day. If they're performing at the Kennedy Center, they can't show their tattoos. Mm -hmm. So, and again, I'm being raised by my parents and being raised in Australia. It's all about keep it simple, you know, less is more. So I'm a fact-finding creative. So I would work with the, the team at the Washington Ballet. They would do one performance, and even before they came off after one set, the foundation that we were using, even though it was stage makeup, their tattoos had to be recovered. That wasn't I, – I needed to fix that, you know? So that's when knowing chemistry – and, again, I'm not a chemist, but I understand the chemistry. That's when I went to chemists, and I said, okay, this is my challenge. I need to create a foundation that's going to stay on until we take it off with cleanser. So that's how the no sweat came about. And then the ballerinas loved it so much they wanted to wear it in their free time. So we created the magic drops, which allows you to take that concentrated foundation because, again, all of my products are concentrated. The magic drops will change the opacity. So you can go from a a cream consistency concealer to like a tinted moisturizer. So, again, less is more, you know, one product that does multiple tasks which for me, that's what it's all about. It's incredible. I always, just hearing you talk, it's, it, it's the beauty of, of actually being a founder, but I think also doing the work right behind it because you just, you know, you really understand you'd been living with all of these products and all the confusion that was out there. I mean, even when I, you know, developed our initial product, Hint Water. It was, you know, I had been tricked by the diet soda industry for so many years, thinking that I was, I was actually doing better um, by drinking diet versus full sugar. And and as I, you know, as I talked to consumers, I felt like, you know, the key reason why they were drinking diet was to get healthier. They may not have actually said that term, but they they probably didn't like water very much. And so they knew they should drink water. They had, people had been telling them to drink water for years, eight glasses plus, but they found water boring. And so they started getting on soda. And I feel like just having that experience on my own was something that really helped me to be able to develop my own you know, line of products too. And I mean, we actually then moved into sunscreen, a reef safe sunscreen um, that doesn't have any oxybenzone in it. I that mean, is so like, huge. Yes. Yeah. And so people were like, oh, you know, a water company developing a sunscreen. I mean, that's crazy, but it really, for me, this whole line of products was about purpose and about helping people get healthier. And I love that about your company too, because I think you realized the holes. You didn't necessarily, you wanted it for your customers, the, you know, Washington Ballet, all of these, um, you know, you wanted to solve a problem and which, which I, I love that. And it wasn't just about, I'm going to go develop products and, you know, make lots of money. I mean, oh, no, 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 no. And even with that, because, you know, I'm still on the floor, I'm still in the trenches with my clientele. And my girls, the youngest client I have, youngest meaning uh, relationship, is 15 years. Some of my Mm -hmm. clients I've been doing for much longer than that. And they were were my collaborators. 
So when I came back from London and told them, I'm like, okay, I've got, this is my new journey. I, I want you to have, be on board with me. So they were the ones who tried it and put it through its paces and critiqued it for me. So each blend, I would give my girls some samples and they would fondly pick it to pieces for me. But again, I'm so grateful, you know, that's, to me, that's what it's about. That's, that's why I feel that I have been successful purely because real people are using it in their real lives with no, you know, no hidden agenda. You know, they were, it's unfiltered, the feedback that I was getting. Well, I think also as you know, you talked about 15 year olds, the Gen Z audience that's out there. I mean, very interested in understanding what are the ingredients in the products and oh, totally. everything that your product represents. I mean, vegan, cruelty-free, all, all of that as well. Yeah. Right? Yes. Super, super important. And it works. I mean, that's the other thing. If it doesn't work, then it's all irrelevant, but it, your products just are are so so awesome. So thank you. So the beauty business obviously is so competitive. It's like it's so hard to break into. How do you do that? Like you've got an idea for a product and you see a hole in the market. Like what's the first step? Like how do you get how do you get products out there? You know, for people to notice them. I mean, I think I feel like you had a clientele um, that you could you could share it with them and you had a trusted kind of communication with many totally. of these people. I definitely do have. And again, the girls that my hair clients have been coming to me, some for 15 years, some for 20 years. So they definitely gave me unfiltered feedback and they definitely are loyal users. And because of my prior relationships with beauty brands, I definitely do have salons that I could tap into. That's not my market. I'm very clear with who my client is. My client is you, very ocean educated, very clean beauty educated. Blue beauty is a little different than in uh, green beauty. Explain that. Let me jump into that and we'll con have you continue on, but green beauty versus blue beauty. So people don't, for those that don't understand the difference. So green beauty is all about sustainability and organic and recycling and reusable, which is all good. It's, it's phenomenal. Blue beauty is, is um, a newer trend that I'm finding a lot of people really don't understand. So for us, Blue beauty is everything that green beauty is. Yet again, it's mindful of what's going down the waterway, what's going into our ocean. Because this morning, Carol, when you had a shower, what you used on your body is going to be going down into the ocean. So it's crazy, isn't it? And even though we don't think about it, you know, when you're in the shower, you know how sometimes when you use beauty products, when you use a shampoo, you can still feel a little bit of residue on your skin? Uh -huh. So you imagine that film, and I'm using that word broadly, that film building up in our waterway, and that's what the fish are consuming, you know, the little uh, beads that we use in our beads, exfoliates. Right. So Blue Beauty is all about the impact on the ocean and the ingredient, you know, how it do how does it breakdown how does it degrade what is the impact on the ocean as as 
as living organisms. I love it. So what has surprised you about becoming an entrepreneur the most? How difficult it is. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's why reading your book, Undaunted, was just such, it's like, oh my goodness, I have found a friend. Do you know what I mean? It is such, um, you cannot take anything personally. It's, Mm -hmm. It's not about me personally. And I just really do daily affirmations of what my, my focus is. You know what I mean? This is my purpose. This is my commitment. Uh, percentage of the sales go back to the barrier reef. So I do my part and I, I don't, um, uh, even in daily tiny things, you know, when we ship, we don't use any sticky tape. We make sure that everything in our, our shipping can be recycled. You know, we make it everything that we can be used, can be re- reused, reusable. So all those tiny little elements of what you do takes a lot of thought, uh-huh. but it's up to you as, as the founder, as the, the person who is um, at, at the steering wheel, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah. I know ab- even absolutely. for me, a big, um, in my house, if you, if you leave the tap running while you're brushing your teeth, that's, you know, even those little things, you know, it's all about water waste and, and all those little impacts that we have on the ocean. How do you sell your product today? We do have a few boutiques that carry it. And again, it's about the mindset. So they need to be committed to the uh, ocean safety. And we sell it online on our website and we do, um, you know, sell it in our store. And again, it's it's one of those where I want to be able to have one-on-one relationships with the customer so that they can have any of their concerns answered so that we can really cultivate a good lifestyle for them. I love it. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you mentioned my book. I mean, I think that the number one reason why I wanted to write the book too, was that I felt like there was this big misunderstanding about entrepreneurs that I had heard over the years, like you, you know, how did you take the risk from leaving a big tech job to going and starting your own company? Or, uh, you know, you must be fearless or, you know, they wouldn't see the, the kind of daily struggles that I had along the way and everything from, you know, things that I'm proud of, like, uh, never missing payroll, right. Always like managing, you know, the uh, managing that effort, um, going out and pitching, you know, when we were fundraising, I mean, you know, we would eventually raise money, but there were lots of no's, lots of, this isn't right for me. And uh, you mentioned not taking it personally. How do you get back up? All of those things. Like, I just felt like there were stories that I had along the way that, I don't know, a lot of entrepreneurs just don't talk about it. They talk about, you know, how they're successful and not talk about the failures. And I always want to hear about the challenging times and that's how we learn. And, and so those things I think are, um, those things were the main reason why I, I wrote the book, but I really, I, I love the fact that you, you know, were kind of in the industry and then you decided to go and develop a product because you saw this whole, but you also continue daily to look at things like you're not just about being sustainable and having it be a stamp, looking at ways to improve around blue beauty and coming up with this new concept, which I love reading about. I had never heard anyone really talk about that. And obviously it makes total sense. Uh, Green beauty and sustainability. Yes. But, but the blue beauty I thought was, you know, 
super, super interesting. I just hadn't heard it defined. I mean, it's a lot less talked about maybe in sort of, you know, commercial um, standards. Don't you think? It's a lot of work to make every, and that's one of the things that I find interesting is when you go to beauty brands and, and they say that they're transparent and you look at their website, one, do they have an ingredient list? And if they have an ingredient list, is it all of the ingredients in each product? You'd be surprised how few brands actually are 100% transparent. That was the biggest aha for me. Well, you know what has frustrated me um, over the years, in particular with like hand soap? I started to realize that there were certain hand soaps. I touched my face and I would, you know, once in a while kind of get breakouts at uh, just, you know, right by my chin. And then I started to realize that there's no sort of policing of people reformulating products either. So they might come out with something and then they start to think about, well, it's cheaper to go and get it, use this ingredient. And then I would look down at the label and then it was totally changed. Or, you know, I I won't name any brands, but it, it was just a bummer to me because I just thought here I'd been buying something for years and years and years. And then all of a sudden they reformulate. How can they do that? How do I find out about products that have been reformulated? And they're not going to tell you, unfortunately. And even if you look at the ingredients, you know, what I find the other big frustrating is, and again, one of my favorite products is shea butter, aloe vera, algae. And you look at the ingredient deck and, and they're like, 25th down in the ingredient deck it's like can that really help you yeah so it's really important to look at the ingredients and really educate yourself on the real ingredient not just the big fancy marketing term that they have for it you know it's really and there is a lot of information you do have to dig a little deeper do you know what I mean um but it's important and I really wish that that the bigger beauty brands would because they have the cash, they have the money, they have the time, they have the, the resources. I wish they would really, you know, make a stand and be really transparent. You know, it's it's interesting. I When we launched our sunscreen, uh, I, I've shared the story on a few podcasts before, but uh, it, it, I really wanted to develop a sunscreen that I wanted to wear without oxybenzone in it. And I didn't want a mineral-based sunscreen because at the time, most of them were very thick Mm -hmm. and I never put it on my face, um, the mineral-based. And anyway, so it it was interesting because we developed our sunscreen, had to go through FDA approval. And then actually we had gotten it into a hotel in Hawaii and Hamdi, who's the you know, founder and CEO of Chobani reached out to me and said, uh, somebody's ripping off your your brand and it says hint on it and they've put it on a sunscreen. And I said, no, it's it's our sunscreen and we're just testing it in this in this little hotel. And he was like, oh, that, you know, it's really interesting. Like you're a water brand and here you're doing a sunscreen. And he was all, you know, confused for a minute. And anyway, I, it it was, it was interesting because then it was the the same day there was an executive from a sunscreen company reached out to me and said, I'm, I'm so confused. Like, how did you know to do this? We've been thinking about this inside of our company for a long time to create a product called that doesn't have oxybenzone in it. But the fact that you took an ingredient and you called it out on the bottle 
Like no one has done this. I love it. And yes. And I said, well, maybe you should. Yes. Maybe you should go do it. And so what I realized that I've always thought about Hint as a purpose-driven brand, but what I realized servicing customers, there's going to be customers that are going to buy my product, but there's also going to be customers that are knowing that I have this and starting to question other products that maybe they buy. Yes. And I think that that's what you're, the, you can't control Mm-mm. them being transparent, Mm-mm. but when but I you, control do it, you do, right. <laughs> Every day you're transparent and yes. people are going to start to look at, you know, well, why isn't that brand that I buy from more transparent? So I think it's, it's fascinating. And, and the, the mark that you will make, um, plus having amazing products is just so huge. So where do people find out more about you, Jill, and also get your products, if you can tell everybody the website? Yeah, it's um, jillturnbull.com is the um, the website. And I'm happy to give, you know, I can um, do a Kara Golden code if they wanted to get a 50% discount. Um, that would be great. We'll put that in the show notes for sure. That's, I love it. Uh, that's, that's terrific. And also you, you just are, you know, a wealth of knowledge. I feel like too, I'm so grateful for you coming on today and sharing this information. And can uh, I just give you one other little shout out about your book? I loved reading the, um, little paragraph about your son learning that so few women were entrepreneurs and founders. I have a 20 year old. So I share everything with my male 20-year-old purely because I want him to see, you know, what it's really like for women and the struggle. So mm-hmm. I really enjoyed reading that that in your book. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm a big believer that, you know, they're, they're sponges, all of our kids that are in this, you know, next generation, and they, they see you doing it, and that's what they're going to follow, right? And and you know so many people have said to me do you think he'll uh, work in the company i just want him to be happy i want him to do be passionate about stuff and i think more and more i feel like that's what they're learning but they're also i don't think there's any question that they don't respect women and don't think that women can't go do the job just by living in this house for sure um so uh, so thank you. I, I appreciate that. I've heard that from a lot of people, um, that, you know, really sharing the story about, uh, about my own children in the book too, and sort of what they've been getting out of it are, um, are important. So appreciate that. And, uh, thank you so much, Jill. I really loved hearing your story and thanks everybody for listening. I, Hope you'll give this episode five stars and uh, on whatever platform you're listening on. And definitely follow me on social at Kara Golden with an I. And also, if you haven't gotten a copy of my book, please pick up a copy or uh, get it on Audible. It's on Amazon as well. At It's called Undaunted, Overcoming Doubts and Doubters. Uh, and of course... Be sure to grab a case of Hint or sunscreen and Jill's products as well. And thanks, everybody. We're here every Monday and Wednesday with amazing, amazing stories for you all to learn from and enjoy. So thanks, everyone, for listening and have a great week. Thanks, Kara. Before we sign off, I want to talk to you about fear. People like to talk about fearless leaders, 
But achieving big goals isn't about fearlessness. Successful leaders recognize their fears and decide to deal with them head on in order to move forward. This is where my new book, Undaunted, comes in. This book is designed for anyone who wants to succeed in the face of fear, overcome doubts, and live a little undaunted. Order your copy today at undauntedthebook.com and learn how to look your doubts and doubters in the eye and achieve your dreams. For a limited time, you'll also receive a free case of Hint Water. Do you have a question for me or want to nominate an innovator to Spotlight? Send me a tweet at Kara Golden and let me know. And if you like what you heard, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow along with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Kara Golden. Golden. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.